0: listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American Heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, this is Alan you're sitting in for Sean McGuire today. My producer over here is uh dancing and having a blast with the uh, music here and we all love music with America's Healthcare Challenge. And we have Sean McGuire on the phone with us. And we're going to yep. talk. Hey, how's it going? Welcome back. How you doing? Good, thanks. Hey, uh, so what are you seeing out there on the road? What are uh, some of the things that you see besides, you know, these municipalities? And it's mind-boggling to me that city governments don't have any idea that they're needing to fill out these forms. So what else are you seeing out there?
1: Yeah, I mean, just on that last point on municipalities before we shift gears, I just think, it's right, they don't understand, and they're, they're the biggest employer in most communities is the, is the government. And so, yeah, it's going to, uh, it impacts, it's a double whammy because it's going to be a problem for them, but then it also impacts taxpayers if they don't do it and have uh, ridiculous fines.
0: Right. And that's a big one right there. The taxpayers are going to get hit both ways, once by the government through the health care plan that they have, and then buy their own taxes get going to the federal government if these municipalities don't uh, file these forms.
1: Because then they'll have a shortfall and be forced to raise property taxes.
0: Exactly. Anyways,
1: <laughs> back to the point of uh, what's happening in healthcare. care, you heard that statistic about how, what was it, uh, one in every two jobs in the future is going to be healthcare care related. Right, yep. And I think based upon what I've seen everywhere, that's correct because it's just like everywhere I seem to go, there just seems to be new buildings, and they're almost all healthcare.
0: So, what type of new right. businesses are you seeing out there coming up uh, in healthcare?
1: I think it's just like big centers of um, a specialized care, if that makes sense. These right, metropolitan areas, and I think that's what's going to be happening. I think you, as you noticed um, with his Buffett Cancer Center, you know, they're trying to make that a center for the region.
0: Right, they're trying
1: to draw from. More than just Omaha, Uh, for example, uh, the Med Center can now draw from people from South Dakota or Northeast Iowa, Sioux City, stuff like that, and that's kind of important for their whole strategic plan, number one, but number two, it benefits um, patients, because for example, sometimes maybe somebody in Sioux City might have to drive all the way to Iowa City, and now they can, which is really not an easy way to get there. Or they can now just come down I-29 and go to the med center. And so it's a win-win.
0: Right. So it's kind of like the Nebraska football program has had this whole idea of the 500-mile radius for recruiting. Now the med center is taking that same approach and saying we need to encompass a 500-mile wide uh, radius for getting our services out to those people.
1: Exactly. And be specialized in these particular services.
0: Right. And as we all know, the population of the United States is aging, and there's a lot more cancer out there than what we know. And we need to have these cancer research centers coming up with cures to try and find ways to do and uh, do things more efficiently and more effectively. And I think this cancer center is, is going to provide a lot of those opportunities here in Omaha.
1: I agree. I agree. I mean, we're fortunate to have places like the Durham Research Center and- I think that's actually something that would be, I think we should actually fund more of. I know we don't have a lot of money as a nation, but I think taxpayer dollars, well spent, goes towards medical research, and I know we spend an awful lot, but the fact that when we have these budget battles and funding to places like the National Institute of Health and other things get put on the table as potential cuts is just a problem to me.
0: Right, no, and I totally agree with that, because at the end of the day, we need to be working on Cures. We need to be working on things to make people well and not concentrating on treating the symptoms and dealing with the illness. We need to actually be working to solve these complex health issues. Yes. And so,
1: in America and internationally.
0: Correct. And that's the great thing about the University of Nebraska Medical Center. They have some of the greatest programs. Just look at how well they were able to treat Ebola patients. You know, they, they, they do a great job there, and we're fortunate to have those people, uh, they're working to come up with cures and other things for our community. So on, uh, we got 2016 right around the corner and there's a lot of changes coming to, uh, healthcare and healthcare insurance. And so could you talk about some of the, uh, things you see happening next year, because we're winding down the days to Christmas into the new year, so let's start talking about things that we see coming up the pipe next year.
1: Sure. Well, I think the biggest issue, and you, you probably would agree with this, is how the changes that happened last this year in 2015, as we look back to this year. Secretary of HHS Sylvia Burwell early in the year, we were on the air talking about this, uh, announcing their plan by what was it, 2020, or by the next five 2020. years, fifty percent of all Medicare reimbursement gets uh, tied to outcomes in that uh, doctors are no longer going to be paid on the fee-for-service model, where they will at least 50%, but the rest has to be tied towards some sort of outcome. And so when you look at how health healthcare industry, Medicare always takes the lead, and so private health insurance companies will start to kind of mirror their payments to physicians and hospitals off of this new plan that the government has set out. And so that's going to cause healthcare providers, and it already has, to consolidate their resources and really start to do what we've been been talking about. That, and so I still think that's going to be a major thing that's going to happen. I think you're going to see more partnerships, more mergers and acquisitions. And um, I guess it really depends on if uh, the administration has the uh, seeds to actually uh, get the FTC involved in some of this or not. Uh, you know. Well, Got to use other agencies of government to, to get involved in minor things. But yeah, I just don't know.
0: Well, and we've seen the FTC get involved in one instance between two hospitals in one city. Uh, it's just surprising to me that they haven't been more involved in uh, blocking some of the different mergers, especially on the insurance side. It's been very interesting. Um, we continue to see those mergers. And how do you think those mergers are going to affect? insurance plans and rates come 2016
1: well i think there's nothing in this to really prevent rates from going up and maybe your premium doesn't go up as much but i guarantee your deductible does and it's just moving money around i just feel like this is like um, a bunch of different people with strings pulling a bunch of puppets and unfortunately the puppets our American uh, consumers of healthcare.
0: But at the same time, that's why ED Bellis exists, is so that these customers can figure and these consumers can figure out how these are going to impact them. And if they listen to our show, if they listen to the SoundCloud clips, if they contact you at 402 884 9020, they will find out everything they need to know because you are the purveyor of all of the information. You are the king of healthcare information, and you have the ability to provide a service that no one else in this country can provide.
1: I don't know about King, more like Burger King, but thank you, uh, <laughs> Al. And, um, yes, we can, and the thing is I have an awesome team around us, including you, you know, and, and and who knows more about health IT than anybody I know, uh, which there's a lot of things that you can do to help. And I think, you know, as we were talking about these uh, physicians um, being employed um, by hospitals, you know, there's starting to be some blowback, isn't there?
0: Um, that's what I'm hearing. Could you, you talk a little bit about that? You texted me earlier about how you're hearing or seeing that uh, some of these doctors are... Uh, uh, this, uh, the doctors being employed by the hospital systems are starting to backfire in some way. Could you kind of go into that a little bit?
1: Well, one of the things is, is I think, um, in the future we were predicting that, um, employers or physicians, instead of being independent, would just become employees of this hospital system. Right. And that happened, uh, big, big time the past few years. And now they are, um, starting to to realize it might not be as much of a win-win as possible. I've always said that like the days of of the independent uh, physician are over. And I I don't know if that, uh, there might be a a way where where some people might want to go back independent because um, the reason it's just difficult. And you just have to look at it from an economic standpoint as say, you're the CEO of the hospital system and any employer, people don't realize um, how expensive employees are and physicians are awfully expensive employees. Right. If you think about it. Yep. And when you're going through all these rapid changes as a result of the Affordable Care Act and your reimbursements are going from being fee-for-service where you could at least count on to these new tied to outcomes reimbursements we were just visiting about, um, uh, something might have to give, I guess is what I'm saying. And I know that some physicians, some of them want, like it, but I think some of them probably don't like it. And it's kind of unfortunate that the one of the main reasons they do do it is just because of access to health IT. But I, I wish they would just know, like, like you and I have talked about, Alan, like there's a, another way to go. And don't let health IT be the only reason to do that.
0: Right. And because, and, and and there are great, big great solutions out there specifically for... Uh, those independent practitioners like Athena Health's EMR, that's all cloud-based. They don't need to have any, Oh, they don't have to have anything. Uh, you know, they don't have to have a data server. They don't have to have a server farm. They don't have to have all of this massive infrastructure to be able to have a very simple solution. And the great thing about a company like Athena Health, they know that EHRs are not the greatest thing since sliced bread and they admit it. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, uh, these are things that E.D. Bellis can provide access to. So if you're an independent practitioner looking for a way to stay in business and uh, keep your uh, health IT down, your cost down, you, know, you come to us and we're going to be able to uh, help you through that path to find those low-cost solutions so that you can stay independent and not have to be part of a larger system just because the health I.T. scares you
1: right but those are some of the things that kind of cause cause them to go that
0: way right and um, we've talked uh, about that at length on the show and off the show yeah and so uh you're driving through the great state of Iowa and the presidential race is you know 50 days away what do you see going on there uh in Iowa, and what do you think is going to happen with the race? Because it's getting kind of crazy now.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't actually seen the latest polls, but um, I think who are the front runners? Uh, Trump is in number, is up there. Trump
0: is leading nationally. Cruz leads in Iowa.
1: Okay, I think Cruz probably might take Iowa.
0: Uh huh. So, do you but think? It'll be close. Do you think that uh, endorsement by Vanderplatz personally this week plays big in Iowa, uh, more so than con- than across the country?
1: I think so. I mean, I think that guy might have lost a little bit of his juice, uh, you know, that he has, but um, he's still got a big influence. And the main reason why is he's from up in the most concentrated red part of the state, which is in northwest Iowa. Right. And so then we- he also got the endorsement of Steve King, who's the congressman from that district.
0: So so. you've got 30 seconds to give us what you see coming down uh, this week. Anything of interest?
1: Open enrollment is going to be a big thing. I think we're going to see um, Trump might start to continue to implode slowly. We'll have to see how he responds. And health care premiums are going to continue uh, to shock people that make more than uh, enough to qualify for subsidies.
0: Thank you so much, Sean, for joining the conversation. It's been awesome. I look forward to seeing you when you get back to Omaha. All right, thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye. That was Sean McGuire, the host of our show. He's out on the road this week. Uh, The producer's telling me we have about a minute left. I want to tell you this. The open enrollment is Tuesday. The deadline for open enrollment is Tuesday, 1159. If you have not got health insurance, you either pay for insurance or you're going to get fined 2% of your total income or $695, whichever is greater. So make sure you get your insurance by Tuesday. There is a lot of things going on where 50 days from the Iowa caucuses get informed about all of the candidates, Republican, Democrat, and make your decision based on the right plan that you feel and the right candidate is in your ideas meaning he fits your philosophy i know who i've chosen i know sean has his choice i know my producers have their choices and none of them are the same thank you again for allowing me the opportunity to sit in the hot seat on america's Healthcare challenge you can join us at edbellisinc.com or America's, uh, America's Health Care Challenge uh, on Facebook. You can even check us out on Twitter at America's Canary. This is Alan Hagers signing off from America's Health Care Challenge on the mighty 1290 Coil.